And so, with the cup held high, me the leave Croke Park, All-Ireland football champions for 1949. Oh, beautiful me, you've got all that I need. Dimpsey hits Davin Fay. Anthony Finnerty comes in and gives him a touch of the elbow. Colm Kyle hitting Finnerty. This is Colm's first punch. Finity delayed reaction, looks around, sees Martin O'Connell coming in and thinks that the best action is to go down. What a set of matches we've had. Four terrific and memorable games. Final score meets 2-10. Dublin, 15. So Joe McDonough, GA president, presents Sam McGuire to Graham Geraghty and meet of the football champions. Hello listeners and you're very welcome to another edition of your We Are Mead podcast brought to you by Davey Rispin and Mickey Brennan. Um, Davey, uh, a massive weekend across all championships. Um, of course, your own championship was in the final group stage games. Um, the intermediate, the junior and the senior were all at quarterfinal stage and relegation stage. There's Plenty of hurling coming up next week. Of course, they're at semi-final stage. The LGFA, the ladies, they were all out in in uh, force this weekend as well. And they, they were at quarter-final stage. The Camogues, they were out as well. It's just been a manic, manic weekend of football. And it's the business end of the year. And this is the time of the year where um, if you're caught napping, um, you know, you, you, you'll be hung out to dry. And, and we saw that across the weekend with a couple of teams. Yeah, I, to me... Uh... It was probably the best weekend of action I've I can ever remember in in club championship terms really across the board because it it just had everything. I mean, we didn't have one, but we had two penalty shootouts after games being tied after extra time. We had shocks and upsets galore. You had drama, um, every which way you looked. You had uh, relegations. You had some shock exits from the championship as well. It, it just it had absolutely everything from start to finish. It was it was one of those weekends that um, just produced every way you looked. And uh, I actually was cursing myself for a time on Sunday afternoon for picking stupidly picking Gail Colm Kill and, and Wolf Tones when Simonstown and Balnebracky was going on simultaneously. You know. Um, because obviously the way it turned out, but as it turned out, the Wolf Tones game, which didn't look like it would, turned out to an absolute cracker uh, by the end of it. Uh, it was an amazing weekend. Yeah, it really was. And, and I suppose the excitement started on Friday night, Davey Rispin. We're going to go straight to it. We're going to run through all the results from the weekend. And uh, in the Barry Spar Restaurant and Guest Accommodation Junior B Football Championship on Friday night, Three games down, obviously, for a decision. The first one was a walkover in favour of Kilmaine and Wood. They had the points on the board already for that one. and uh, They were sitting on seven points and uh, they were training away and getting ready for a uh, semi-final spot. But uh, Q caught him and uh, they were there to battle lock and uh, they stole their thunder, getting uh, an unbelievable victory, Davy, You were involved in this one yourself. You kicked five or six points. In a massive win for Cortown, 114 to St. Bridget's 12 points, trailing by a point or two at half time, and uh, came out all guns blazing in that second half and got the victory that propelled you into fourth place in the Junior B Championship. 
Yeah, I, to to be honest, it was it was probably our best performance, and I'm not I'm not kidding in probably saying five or six years. Like, yeah. it genuinely was, um, and I won't say too many people expected it. Like, we obviously knew that the force we were coming up against in St Bridget's, and that was illustrated by the first few minutes. They went three points to nil up, and it looked like they could just rout us. Um, but there was different stages of it. Like I think at the first half we sort of hung in. They were the better side and started the second half. They went three points clear again. But from then on, we absolutely dominated. We were brilliant. Um, okay, you know we we had something to play for and maybe they didn't. And even though they absolutely wanted to win the game and they had their best available team out, uh, we we obviously had more of an impetus to go and and really push on. And the, I have to say some of the performances that that our lads gave for were just outstanding it was just a huge win and Kilmaine and Mud who were there in in their numbers to watch it like you'd have to spare a thought for them Mickey because they've been training for the last four months four weeks sorry for um for for a hopeful semi-final uh without having any games and stuff and they probably would have expected to Bridget's as, as everybody else in the county would have to to account for us and to be in a collision course with them and it must be tough for them to have to get into their cars drive home and that's our year done, really. It's just just the way it's worked out. But um, look, we're absolutely thrilled with it. And uh, yeah, we can't wait for the semi-final. Yeah, well, someone's championship was going to be over. It was either going to be Kilmaine and Woods or it was going to be Courtowns. But Courtown, with that huge victory, as we said, over St. Bridges, propelled themselves into fourth place. The other game in that game that was down for decision was Slane against St. Mary's. Um, Slane got the victory here. Um, they go into second place above Drumcondrath, but it doesn't really matter because... If finishing second or third meant you were going to be playing the uh, the person either above or below you. So Slane will face off against Drum Condrat in their semi final, and uh, the I suppose the 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 the, the carrot for 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 Courtown after beating um, uh, St Bridget's on Friday night is another meeting with St Bridget's in the semi-final and uh, we look forward to that one in a couple of weeks. But that was how the Junior B uh, panned out. We're going to move on now to the results from the Ballery Spar and Junior uh, Ballery Spar and Guest Accommodation Junior A Football Championship, the knockout stages. There was two relegation uh, semi-finals uh, played on the weekend and there was two quarter-finals. So the, the relegation games, we'll go to them first. Davy Minalty, one goal and 13. Can Ross, one goal and 12. St. Dalton's, one 18. Boards Mill, one 11. So Minalty and St. Dalton's meet in the final and uh, they will, it's the opposite to the way some relegations go. Um, the winner of that final stays up and the other three teams will be relegated. Carnal Ross will play Junior B Football Championship next year. Boards Mill will play Junior B Football Championship next year. And one of either Minalty or St. Dalton's will play Junior B Football Championship next year. And Junior B is going to be an absolute minefield next year. Yeah, just as well, Corton are making a late burst to get out of it, isn't it? Um, no, listen, uh, extraordinary results in, in the Junior A. I mean... The Karen Ross game came with a little bit of um, uh, an asterisk beside it in that obviously yeah. Frank O'Reilly uh, burst his appendix last week uh, or the week before the game and uh, had to have a bit of a uh, procedure before it and, and obviously was out, which would have been a huge, huge blow for Karen Ross. Uh, but you know what? Full credit to Minaldi. They, they dragged it out. Karen Ross threw everything at them, including uh, the Karen Ross manager, John L. McGee, who brought himself on in the second half to try and rescue the situation for them. But uh, it wasn't enough. 
Um, they'll play Ultons in Cortown on, on Friday week. Uh, I absolutely can't wait for that. Um, Ultons did what they had to do. Not spectacular. No Keane McBride, just a case of getting over it. Boards, Millward, Toothless offered very little in the attacking third. Um, it's going to be a, a very decent showdown in a few weeks. Ultons only bet them well a couple of weeks ago. This will be a completely different game. Minolte had nothing to play for at that stage, essentially. Um, but they have everything to play for now, and that's survival. So it should be fascinating. Yeah, it'll be really, really uh, interesting. One lovely Northmead derby again in uh, the final of that one. And one of those teams, either Minolte or St. Ultons, will stay in Junior A and the other one will be going down to Junior B. Um, we'll move on now to the quarterfinals that were played. And just before we do, just let our listeners know, again, go over to Patreon forward slash We Are Mead for all the Loyal Royals podcasts coming up this week. We have a whole host of them. We have a senior review. We have the intermediate review. We have the junior A and B review, which will also contain the Premier Division 1 final review as well from the weekend. We'll also be announcing our Kiko Sports Team of the Week later this week and the Blackwater in uh, Player of the Week and the Blackwater in top scorer of the week so lots happening on our um loyal royals podcast this week but uh for now we're going to go back to the junior a championship and the quarterfinals that were played the first one was in waterstown on, on sunday and sidden got over kilbride on a scoreline of 314 to 114 the second one was uh played in kilmainham and it was dunsany who got the better of mile at 13 points to nine and um, davy probably no surprises there kilbride were surprise package this year for us we did think that um you know that they, they would go long into the championship they have done they've gone to the quarterfinals and maybe just came up but against one of those seasoned teams but the Kilbride it's been a great year for them and you know they'll be looking forward to next year and the coming years because there's no reason why they won't rise through uh, the divisions over the next couple of years yeah they'll learn a lot you're right because I think the year fizzled out a bit they seem to probably peak midway through it and if you look at the best teams Mickey who who will be contesting championships in the coming weeks they're the ones that just time their run to perfection and Kilbride will learn lessons from that in saying that they were eight points down in that game against Sidden and managed to get it back to two with about five or six minutes to go, but Sidden tagged on that third goal. There was two goals and 10 points from the Roe brothers, Darren Cormack, of that two nine came from play. That's awesome shooting. Yeah, absolutely incredible incredible stuff from Sidden. Um, we'll be reviewing that over on our Loyal Royals podcast as well. And Dunsany against Moila, my man crush. I said it, Davey, uh, or my team crush for this year was Moila. What an inspirational story it's been for them. They just came up against the Dunsany side who have that little bit going on at the minute, maybe num- maybe bigger numbers and stuff like that than Myla. But it's been a it's been a hell of a year for Myla and uh, they can take great pride in, in, in how they've held themselves this year. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, just probably the little bit of added quality and, and strength and depth really got Dunsany over the line, Mickey. There was nothing in that game for most part, uh, but Dunsany... Uh, just seen it out in the end good good performance for them and a good bounce back after the Ballinlock defeat the last day where they'll meet Ballinlock the next day uh, so Absolutely. yeah revenge mission on, on, on show yeah yeah real tasty one there um, meeting meeting with Ballinlock who as you said got the bit better of them the last day we're going to move on now to the Mead Farm Group and the Intermediate Football Championship the relegation playoffs saw Clan Gale got the better of Kilmainham in, in, in absolutely uh, incredibly 
crazy game of football 124 to 411 so that was 27 points to 23 and uh, in favour of Clonmacgill and they go into the relegation final Kilmainham get relegated to Junior A for 2023. And uh, in the other semi-final, it was Drumbara Emmett's four goals and 10, St. Vincent's 13 points. Um, a big victory there for Drumbara Emmett's and they'll face off against Clan McGill now in the final for survival in intermediate football. Um, Davey, we'll, we'll, we'll talk about them later. We'll, we'll move on to the quarterfinals of the Intermediate Football Championship. On Friday night, Duluth, Bellustown and St. Pat's played out a draw that went to penalties and Delete Bellistown eventually coming out victors in that one. An incredible, incredible finish to that game and, and a great video up on social media by me, GA, for, for the penalties. Um, really, really exciting stuff. Um, and uh, on Saturday in the uh, in Park Column Kill, Nobber 3-8, Waterstown 16 points. A game, uh, another absolutely mental game of football the intermediate championship never uh, uh never ceases to amaze us and always uh brings out the best in in, in ga and mead because the next game of football as well in park Tolchin on saturday was done chocolate one twelve rakenny one goal and nine and a hell of a performance by both teams and Dunshockland probably edging it in the end or Kenny ruined a couple of missed goal opportunities that really could have sealed the game for them um but John Chocolate, the young guns that are, have uh, really got the bit between their teeth. That's a massive win for them. And then finally, on Sunday, in Ballinlock, Dundry, two goals and eight. Last year's beaten finalist, Soul Castle, one goal and nine. Davy, you know, where, where to start with that? Like that That's going to take up a, a Patreon podcast that's going to be at least three days long. Yeah, and that's just explaining what happened in the games, Mickey, without <laughs> dissecting like anything as to analysis or anything like that. But listen, uh, it, you're right. You actually said it there when you were running through the results. It's the, the championship that continues to deliver week on week, year on year. And uh, each and every single one of those games were special in their own way. And very rarely do you get a championship like that where every game was just as entertaining as the next. Uh, the number one obviously stands out. There were um, 12 points down early in the second half. Uh, there was I'll, I'll tell you a little tale. I won't name the person because I think I'd be shot if I did. But he was at the game and uh, he left us with about 10 minutes to go. Uh, just, you know, it was, it was over. Waterstone were, were waltzing through. He went to the shop in Kells and uh, a fella that was at the game came in behind him, you know, 10 minutes later. And he says to him, geez, that was terrible. Uh, good win for Waterstone or whatever. And your man says, what are you on about? And he says, well, Waterstone won well. And he says, what are you on about? Nobber won. Nobber got three goals and got a goal with the last kick of the game and won the game. He couldn't believe it. Like, that just sums it up. Um, incredible. Jamie uh, Jamie Owens with two of the goals and, and Thomas Murthy. Waterstone would be sick. Do you know, penalties in the other game to leak in the Pats. Uh, last gasp goal for Dunshockland against Rakenny. Uh, 62nd minute, Connor Jennings goal. First touch of the ball. He was meant to play in the Premier Final earlier in the day. He, he was held for the senior game, came on and got the winning goal. And Dundry and Oldcastle, uh, last gasp penalty from Stephen Coogan. Um, incredible, incredible stuff. Yeah, unbelievable, unbelievable stuff. So do get over to our Patreon service because we'll be going through them with a fine-tooth comb. And... Have you barely the patience to listen to a 30-second ad? Well then, at Husqvarna, we can't imagine how you put up with having to manually mow your lawn. 
Instead, kick back and silently say goodbye to hours wasted manually mowing your lawn, replacing it with the near silent cutting of a Husqvarna auto mower. Smart home compatible, and if that isn't your cup of tea, control auto mower from your phone. Auto mower also brings new meaning to green fingers, producing no direct emissions. If we've caught your ear, contact PR Coin and Sons, your authorised auto mower dealer on 046 955 1910 or in store in Clonard County Meath. Hi, Kevin Coyne here from PR Coyne & Sons. If you need any more information on the Automower, feel free to call into us here in Clonard County Meath. Moving on then to the various deal senior football championship knockout stages and relegation playoffs. We'll go through the relegation playoffs. We're going to go straight uh, to Sunday afternoon because I went straight to it last week to rip off the plaster. This week I want to celebrate it. Simons turned three goals in 12. Ballinabracky won 18 after extra time. A draw went to penalties. You mentioned it already. Simonson as Simonson's Robbie Burlingham save him won the penalties from Ballinabracky and it ended 5-4 in favour of Simonson. Simonson's senior status is secure for another year. Ballinabracky have to go to the semi-final of the um, relegation playoffs to seek out a victory. They'll be playing against Navin O'Matneys who lost to Dunboyne. Goals win games and Dunboyne got three of them um, and that was the difference between them and Navin O'Mahony's who uh, only scored 13 points and Dunboyne scored 3-11. So Ballinabracky will play off against Navin O'Mahony's in the semi-final. And then in the other two, Centralstown, two goals and seven. Dunham Ashburn, two goals and 15. Carl Hickey, if I'm not mistaken, getting on the gold scoring sheet once again for uh, Centralstown, but not enough as they lost out. And they're going to be playing Curraha. No, they're not. Hang on a second. What's this? What's this? Curraha won 14. St. Colum kills 14 points. That is probably the result of the weekend. I'm sorry. It's up there with Cortown Davy and might even just be ahead of you. No, I, I don't think so, but not far <laughs> off, uh, to yeah. be honest. Uh, this one did have odds, and yeah, Colin Kills were very warm favourites, but I would have said Bridget's would have been just a little bit hotter. But anyway, take nothing away from Curraha. It was by far and away their best performance. Got something close to their best 15 on the pitch. And so often we see it from them. They produce one big performance every year, and it, inevitably it's enough for them. Uh, but for Colin Kills, my God, like it's, we talked about it last week. I, I remember distinctly saying if they won this game, it would have been two wins in the championship. Really good league, build on it next year. Now all of a sudden they're in the thick of it. Like it's an absolute war now at the moment for them. Uh, Ashburn Dune is expected comfortable victors. Dumboyne, much improved, but Navin O'Matney's gave them a good test of it. And I think the goals probably made it a little bit more comfortable than that scoreline suggests. And uh, oh, your own Simon Stone Gales. I was laughing when you're saying Robbie saved the penalty. He actually saved two. But Andy Smith, who clearly is out of the goalkeepers' union, made him retake, uh, made Balabracki <laughs> retake the penalty because Robbie had left his goal line in saving it. And the penalty was subsequently tucked away. So um, he'll be fecked out with the goalkeepers' union probably in the morning. But uh, yeah, listen, great win for Simonstown. You'd you'd have to feel for Balnabracki though, Mickey. Yeah. I mean, Simonstown. I'm not just, but they haven't won a game this year in the senior championship, and they're safe. Balnabracki, I think they've, you know, they've they've unbeaten in their last two now. Really, you could say. But uh, they're in the relegation semi-final. Second consecutive year, they won't mind. They'll dust themselves down, and and they'll completely blank canvas, and they'll give it an almighty rattle uh, the next day. But 
they'll they'll be hurting after that. I would say. Yeah, they will, and and, and in fairness, maybe the the draws haven't been kind to them uh, the last two years. Um, you know, and to go out on three points last year into relegation, they, they got a victory uh, again this year in the championship, but wasn't enough. Something that maybe has to be looked at in in the championship. I don't know whether they'll change it or not, but maybe if it was just bottom team, we've spoken about it in each group going into relegation, um, that would change things and and make for a bit more excitement in the last day of the championship. But they do want to try and make sure that everybody gets, what, a minimum of four games, is it, in the championship, something like that. So um, that's why they do have the, the relegation for third and fourth. Um, in, in each of the groups. Moving on then to the actual knockout stages, the quarterfinals of the uh, Furious Steel Senior Championship and the uh, first game was Nafina and Trim and Trim's run comes to an end when Nafina put them to the sword, one goal and ten to ten points in favour of Nafina. And um, the second game, Wolf Tones and St. Colum, or sorry, and Gail Colum Kill on Sunday in Park Colchin. Wolf Tones, the reigning champions, eleven points. Gail Colum Kill of Kells, nine points. And the biggest surprise about that result is that Wolf Tones only played with three players. They were missing 12 of their starters and didn't have anybody to come in for them. The poor club have no players out there at all, but three of them were, managed to get the victory over Gail Colum Kill. That's a lie completely. And I'm still falling for their bullshit out there. No, 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 no. Incredible you're, you're stuff. Just, you're, just trying to, you're just trying to get yourself out of it by saying that. No, no, I, I've, I've spoke. I, I, you're, you're, you're trying to wind them up out there. I've spoken. No, no, I, I pick them every week. You don't. Oh yeah, yeah no, no, but that's the. But I, the reason why I'm picking them is because I'm being filled full of shit, Um that is why uh, from people that would be well involved in Wolf Tones, so they're, they're being very clever. No, like I just, I, 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 think a, I tell you every week they're not missing anyone. Like, yeah, but like, well, Keen Ward, Keen Ward plays. But he went off. Uh, he hasn't played much football this year at all. Uh, Fiat Reward is out for the rest of the year. That's um, that's fact. Yeah. Yeah. Number of players. Anyways, look. No, I just no. think they are incredible. I, I, I they they are incredible. But yeah. You know, like kudos to them. Like I, every time I hear this fellow's injured, that fellow's injured, the panel is not strong enough, and whatever. And they come out with these unbelievable results, and and that's a hell of a win for for Wolf Tones. I don't care what anybody says. What you say? Uh, yeah, no. That listen. It's it was it, the second half performance was was on a different level to, to anything I've seen probably ever, to be honest, because they were a man down from the twenty first minute, Mickey, and uh, they they trailed by three points early in the second half, four points actually early in the second half uh, against the played against the wind, yeah, yeah, and uh, they hit seven points unanswered. Not only that, they. They held Gail Columkill scoreless for 20 minutes in that second half from the 39th uh, minute to the 59th minute, which is absolutely incredible. Down to 14. It was just, it was sensational. Absolutely brilliant performance from them. Um, And and they deserve it. Gail Columkill, though, there'll be an awful lot of uh, soul searching going on because they'll they'll struggle to fathom how they didn't win this game. The, the, the thing for me is they were actually playing better against 15 men than they did with against 14. You see um, that happening a lot, so you do. Um, you do, yeah. I'm, I'm not sure. They just didn't seem to... Now, to be fair to Tones, the intensity they came out with in the second half was completely different to what they produced in the first, even with 15, you know? Yeah. Uh, and, and it was just a savage performance from them. Uh, champions do what champions do, and that's why they're in the semi-final and Gail Colum Kill are, are out. 
And should Jesus Christ, they have no hope in the semi-final, Davey. No hope at all. This is definitely not. They couldn't do it. Anyway, moving on. Uh, Rotot 3-8, Minalvi 10 points. Summerhill, maybe the story of the weekend, putting up 2-19 against Screen. And Screen only managing eight points. A massive victory for Summerhill um, in in, in that victory. So, you know, the the senior championship as well, living up to its Bill and Davey. Um, Trim, uh, I suppose a word for them very quickly. Um, we've we've had a little love affair with them over the last couple of years, and uh, it's all come to an end, uh, an abrupt end. And uh, kudos to Nafina who who came up against a side that are in scintillating form over the course of the last two years, not just in recent form, but over the course of the last two years, and even their league campaign this year as well, beating Dunchoklin, um, uh, the way in the manner they did in the Division Two league or Division One B. And, um, you know, uh, Nafina just, that's why maybe they were favourites going into that game um, with the bookies. Yeah, because the, Mickey, they used all of their experience. Like yeah. they, they, it was it was a classic case of a team who were up and are going to add so much and have already, but, but will be challenging for senior championships in the year to come versus a team who have been there, done it and are still doing it. Uh, Nafina withstood a barrage of pressure from Trim. You know, Trim had, so many chances, uh, probably enough chance to win two games. Uh, Nafina also played uh, with a man less for most of the second half with James Gagan being sent off, but Trim just couldn't uh, reel them in. Sean McDonald's goal being the difference, obviously, and uh, even their their streetwise uh, um, savviness around the pitch as well and just going down, taking the sting out of it, just using all of their experience that they've generated over the last number of years. And Trim... We'll learn. They'll learn so much from that game. Um, but ultimately, their their championship uh, dreams are over for another year. Yeah, they are indeed. And uh, it really was an incredible, incredible weekend of football. But uh, that's the football over for a couple of weeks, Davey. And we're going to move on now uh, in the podcast because we have some fixtures for next weekend. And of course, it is the sticks and balls. Yeah, it is indeed. <laughs> Uh, start, <laughs> starting in the Tedmore, the clothing and footwear senior hurling championship uh, semi-final stages. Of course, there's one game Saturday and one game Sunday. Uh, the game on Saturday evening takes place between Trim and Kildalki. What a game that'll be. Half five in Park Talton. The other game then is on Sunday at half past three and it takes place between Kiltail and Ratolt. Um, two brilliant, brilliant games in prospect there. In the intermediate... Yeah. Oh, just, yeah. Sorry, David. Just just thinking of that uh, senior hurling semi-final between Trim and Kildalki. You know, Trim now can focus only on one thing, and that is the Senior Hurling uh, Championship, and they're in that semi-final next weekend. Um, there's a great, there's a big crossover of players, so you know they'll have to pick themselves up fairly quickly after that loss to Nafina this weekend. Yeah, I think they'll have no problem in, in yeah. doing so. Like it's a, it's a nice. It's a nice consolation. No, I won't say consolation, but it's nice to fall back and going out of a championship in one code and having something else the following week still to play for. Not many Absolutely, clubs yeah. have that luxury, but Trim do. Um, anyway, into the Hanley's Clean Meals Intermediate Hurling Championship, two semi-finals as well, down for decision next weekend. And on Saturday at half past three, it's Ratmaline versus Kildalki second string. And uh, the other game takes place on Sunday at noon between Dundery and Drumree. Uh, both of those are curtain raisers to the senior games. Then into the K Winters and Doors Junior Hurling Championship, uh, there's a final uh, in the Junior Hurling Championship in Park Talton on Sunday, and it takes place between Kiltail and St. Peter's Dunboyne. Throws in at quarter to two. So it's a triple header on Sunday. Big, 
triple header on Sunday. Park Talton is undoubtedly the place to be. And uh, then moving on into the Junior 2 Hurling Championship, there's two games down for decision on Sunday. Um, the first one takes place in Kilberry. It's a semi-final between St. Pat's and Kilscare Moyle. That draws in at noon as well. And also at noon on Sunday in Boards Mill, it's a semi-final between Kildalki and Clannagale. So um, tantalising hurling coming your way next weekend. Yeah, it's a weekend of hurling action and uh, loads of semi-finals up for grabs. And of course, that junior final championship between Kiltail and St. Peter's Dunboyne and our small ball expert, uh, Davy Rispin, might even give us his predictions on those games. Davy, who's winning between Kiltail and St. Peter's Dunboyne in the junior championship final? Uh, Kiltail will win, I think. Okay, and in the intermediate hurling semi-final, Drumree or Dundry? God, I'll just go with Drumree. I was at the game a few weeks ago and there was very little in it. I'll go with Drumree, though. Okay, Ratmaline or Kildalki? Ratmaline. So we're looking at a Drumree Ratmaline final in the intermediate championship. And then in the senior championship, Davy, Kiltail or Ratholt? Kiltail for me. You have to say Kiltail. Ratholt's yeah. form hasn't been great, but got the victory there uh, uh, in, in, in the quarter final. Then Trim or Kildalki, Davy. This is an interesting one. Oh, um, I think Trim. I do. Uh, yeah, yeah. Kildalki reign and defending champions, though. Yeah, man for going against them. But I, I just uh, think I think Trim are going well, Mickey, in, in hurling terms. Better than Kildalki have throughout the whole year. But yeah, that'll be some semi final. They'll both so, be, but that would be not got a card up their sleeve that's just after making his way home. Uh, have they? He play, did he not play for Kildalki's second team in the intermediate uh, last week against... Uh, oh, that's right, Connor Kearney. Yeah, but yeah. Mickey, isn't he going to play... Well, he can play in both of them, but isn't he? he's definitely going to play for their intermediates in the curtain raiser against Ratmaline. So... A lot's going to depend. I, th- I think it's an easier decision for the lads to bring them on in that game if Kildalki are beaten in the intermediate game. Yeah. But if Kildalki win the intermediate game, I, yeah, I don't know. Can you bring him on? Because he, he's obviously the main man with the intermediates. It's a, it's a tricky one. I'm sure the lads will talk about it this week, but that it's, it's a weird conundrum there. Have you barely the patience to listen to a 30-second ad? Well then, at Husqvarna, we can't imagine how you put up with having to manually mow your lawn. Instead, kick back and silently say goodbye to hours wasted manually mowing your lawn, replacing it with the near-silent cutting of a Husqvarna auto mower. Smart home compatible, and if that isn't your cup of tea, control auto mower from your phone. Auto mower also brings new meaning to green fingers, producing no direct emissions. If we've caught your ear, Contact PR Coin and Sons, your authorised auto mower dealer on 046 955 1910 or in store in Clonard County Mead. Hi, Kevin Coyne here from PR Coin and Sons. If you need any more information on the Automower, feel free to call into us here in Clonard County Mead. Moving on, Davy, and we are going to go to the uh, Keypack Ladies football across Mead and again we want to thank Fergal Harney for sending us on the details of all of the games so we're going to read down through all of the results um, from the quarterfinals so 
Keypad Club Championship semi-finals have now been decided. This weekend saw 14 quarterfinals across all seven divisions in the 2022 Keypad sponsored club championships. On Saturday evening, they had the senior, intermediate and junior A quarterfinals with Oldcastle Centre, St. Nafina, D Rangers, St. Pat's and Waterstown all progressing to the semi-finals next Saturday. On Sunday, uh, they had the Junior B, Junior C, Junior D and Junior E quarterfinals. So we're going to go through the results uh, just now. Davey, I'm going to give the senior and you'll take over then. So the senior results from the weekend, Navino Matney's 1-8, Centrestown 2-6. A one-point victory for Centrestown. This was a hard-fought win for last year's finalists against the 2021 Intermediate Champions uh, with only a point separating the sides at the final whistle. Centrestown now faced on Shockland Royal Gales in the semis. Uh, next Saturday at 5pm in Dumboyne, which is a repeat of their first round encounter on the 10th of August, with Royal Gales taking that victory 3.15 to 1.11. So Dunham Ashburn uh, beat, oh, or sorry, Dunham Ashburn 1-4, Old Castle 3.11. Old Castle now head to Dunshockland on Saturday the 24th at 2pm to take on the 2020-2021 champions Dumboyne in a repeat of their round two group game where Dumboyne ran out six-point winners in Millbrook. It was the North Meads uh, team, it was the North Meads team uh, experience in the knockout stages that gave them the quarterfinal victory over Ashburn. So Davey moving on to the intermediate results. Yeah and there was a one point win for Nafina over Rototo finished Nafina 11 points for Rototo 1-7. Nafina who of course dropped down from the senior ranks this year had a narrow victory over visitors Rototo in a hotly contested game appointed free in the dying minutes of the game from Nafina's Leah Devine she is of course the sister of Ethan secured their semi-final spot versus the 2021 beaten finalists uh, St. Column Kills next Saturday at 5pm in screen. In the other game Mickey uh, D Rangers recorded a five point victory over St. Michael's, 210 to 11 points. St. Michael's put up a stern test for the experienced D Rangers outfit, who are into the fourth intermediate semi final in a row. But D Rangers uh, had to draw on all of their experience to get over the line. They now face the 2021 Junior A champion screen in the semi finals on Saturday, 24th, in Pilltown at 2 p.m. In the Junior A, the quarterfinal results uh, coming up now. St. Pat's 3-13, Moyla 8 points. Last year's beaten finalists, St. Pat's, would be hoping to go one better this year and secured their semi-final spot against group winner St. Dalton's with the semi-final going ahead next Saturday the 24th at 2pm in Wynalvi Davies' uh, sister and the St. Dalton girls might have something to say about that. Waterstown 2-13, Royal Gales Second string, three goals and six, so 19 points to 15 in favour of Waterson. This was a great entertaining game on a glorious sunny day with the lead changing hands on numerous occasions throughout. Each team gave their all in this enthralling contest with Waterstown finishing the stronger. Uh, they now progress to the semis and awaiting them in, is the group winners of Minalvi with the semi-final next Saturday the 24th at 5pm in Martry. Into the Junior B, there was quarterfinal results. Uh, Kilbride recorded a 3-12 to 1-13 victory over Blackhall Gales. Gail Column Kill had a handsome victory over Wolf Tones, seven goals and nine points to 1-7. So a little bit of redemption for Gail Column Kill having lost in the lads. Um, and then into the Junior C, Mickey. Yeah, Junior uh, C, yeah. Simonstown B team, three goals and 11. 
St. Colm kills second string, seven goals and eight. So 20 points to 29 after extra time, it has to be said as well. What a game of football there. Um, St. Colm kills coming out uh, on a, with a nine-point victory after extra time. So um, really put Simonson's second string to the sword in that extra time uh, uh, portion of the game. Navin O'Matley's uh, second team, 6-12, boards Mill, two goals and 11. Navin O'Matley's uh, getting the victory there. Moving on then to the junior, D Davy. Yeah, Becht have had a narrow victory over a tote second string, 2-11 to 1-11. And uh, there's one more game to follow in Junior D, but that's not been played until Tuesday night and it takes place between Ratkenny and Dunderry. No problem. Moving on to the Junior E quarterfinal results. St. Pat's eight points. That was their second string up against Summerhill. Second string, four goals and four goals win games. It was eight scores to eight, but the goals being the difference between them and Summerhill coming out the right side of that victory. Longwood and Castleton games at 4pm today. Uh, that was that was at 4pm on Sunday so we haven't got the result of that one just yet Davy. so moving on to the semi-final fixtures all on Saturday sorry on Sunday the 25th of September times to be confirmed the Junior B semi-final see Trim versus Gail Column Kill and Dunboyne versus Kilbride uh, into the Junior C then it's Trim versus St. Column Kills and Beliver versus Navinomahnies in the Junior and C in the junior D, it's Nafina versus Dundry or Rakenny and Screen versus Bechtiv. And finally, in junior E, it's Waterstown versus Longwood or Castletown, whoever came through that on Sunday evening. And the other game is St. Dalton's playing Summerhill. Yeah, absolutely. Brilliant stuff again. Our thanks to Fergal Harney. Always sends us on such detail on the LGFA Club Championship around Mead. And we want to thank him sincerely for doing that for us. Um, Davey, I suppose just again to remind our uh, listeners of the, all the Loyal Loyal podcasts that we have this week, we have the senior review uh, featured games in that were Wolf Tone, Summerhill and Dunboyne. We have a whole host of interviews from there. The intermediate review, uh, we have two. We have done Chocolate and we have Drumbarra and a whole host of interviews there as well. And in the junior A and B, we'll be reviewing all of that will be reviewing Cortown's massive victory over St. Bridget's that propelled them into the semi-finals of the Junior B Championship. And we will also be looking at the Premier Division 1 final that took place on the weekend between Dunham Rashburn and uh, Dunshockland. It was Dunham Rashburn who came out on the right side of the result in that one. And we have a couple of interviews even from that one too. So um, plenty to uh, get on our, on your Loyal Royals this week. Um Patreon forward slash we are Mead. But I do want to bring your attention to the Kiko Sports Team of the Year All-Stars event that we will be host, holding in the Blackwater Inn in Kells on Saturday the 22nd of October. Be there from around 8pm if you can. Um, it's going to be a massive night. Our thanks to Patricia and George down there at the Blackwater Inn for hosting this event. It's uh, in conjunction with um, So Sad, the charity, um, there is no entry fee on the night, but we will uh, have buckets. We are trying to raise some money for So Sad um, uh, on the night as well in question. And um, so if you can throw a few bob into the buckets that are being passed around. There will be drinks promotions on the night. There will be speakers on the night as well, hopefully. And not only that, we will be announcing the Kiko Sports Team of the Year, our All-Stars for 2022 from the Club Championships. And Davy, we will be picking our Kiko Sports Team of the Week for last weekend's championship um, uh, uh, championship games. And uh, again, you know, 
loads of new guys putting up their hands for the team of the week, which is brilliant to see. Yeah, yeah, some sensational performances across the board. We did uh, have a vote as well to see what relegation games feature. Um, so it came through, I think, 70-30. So if there was uh, a couple of outstanding performances in the relegation playoffs, they are likely to feature as well. But um, yeah, predominantly it's going to be made up of obviously the quarterfinal games from over the weekend, which is only right. And uh, as you say, business ended the championship, some terrific performances from across the board, all building towards that big night in October, making the Blackwater in for our Kiko Sports team of the year. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, a lot of players will be featuring from the quarterfinals, as Davey says. You never know. There might even be a player or two featuring from round six of the group stages in the Junior B Championship when Cortown got the biggest victory of the weekend, I would say. Definitely the biggest shock of the weekend. There was a few shocks, but that was a massive victory. And that's meant in no um, disrespect to you and your Cortown football team. Everybody had you written off against what you even have spoken about is uh, all year as one of the strongest teams to ever to, to play in that championship. Okay, that championship hasn't been there before, but it's the first time it's been there, but a very, very strong team to be in that championship, let's just say, Davey. Yeah, I because th- like, I, I genuinely think to be in a semi-final or quarter-final of Junior A, um, and even that performance side up until now, that's their first defeat. It's probably the first game where they haven't been at the rest. Um, but they're they're still a quality outfit, and we know that like going into a semi final against them, like we'll have to replicate what we p- produced and probably add to it again if we're to 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 beat them. But we're just happy to be there and uh, looking forward to the challenge. It, it'll it'll be. Yeah, absolutely. So, um, again, you know, do look out for that podcast this week. It'll be the Kiko Sports Team of the Week, where we'll announce the Blackwater in. Uh, player of the week and the Blackwater in top scorer of the week. He usually picks himself. We don't have to worry about that. So uh, do look out for um, that podca- podcast dropping later in the week and all the other host of podcasts that will be dropping this week on our Patreon service. Moving on, Davey, to the lotto section. And uh, have the PROs been too busy with with quarterfinals and relegation playoffs and getting the pitches ready for for the different games or have they been had time to send you on some of the lotto results uh for the week no i've, I've got a few to be fair uh, the first one is from waterstown and it comes in from the 18th which is only tonight it was drawn the numbers were 9 10 22 and 23 there was no jackpot winner one match three winner who was tracy Byrne, and next week's jackpot rolls on to 3300 minalties is freshly in from tonight as well it, they had a €4,200 jackpot. There was no jackpot winner. The numbers were 12, 17, 18, and 24. They had eight match three winners uh, receiving €25 Euro each, who were Shirley Cahill, Geraldine Wilson, Ronan Gaynor, Edwina Alwell, Olivia Cusson, Peter Rogers, Margaret Casti, and Tina Copperwhite. The special online prize of €50 went to Marie Cusson and next week's draw takes place on the Sunday, the 25th of September, €4,400 up for grabs there. The Henry NCS sponsored quarter lotto draw from Friday night, Mickey, €10,800 up for grabs. There was no jackpot winner. The numbers drawn were 1, 21, 27 and 32. The €520 winners were Carol Farley, Rosie Linsky, Lara and Raymond Quayle, Kayla Coyne and Tweet McGrath. The one for all voucher kindly sponsored by Henry's went to Carol Walsh. 
and we go again next week with with ten thousand nine hundred euro. Gil Colum Kaler next up, and their jackpot of twelve thousand euro wasn't won. The numbers were four, twenty, twenty-eight, and twenty-nine. Uh, they go again with twelve thousand next time out. Drumbara next up. Their lotto of four thousand one hundred euro wasn't won. One, three, six, and twenty-five. The numbers drawn. Thirty euro winners were Rod Weirin, Fergus Muldoon, Joe, Ga- Joe Gavin, PJ Caffrey, and Mary Morris. Castletown are next up. Uh, their results from the 13th. The numbers drawn were 4, 13, 17, and 22. 4,300 euro of a jackpot wasn't won. The lucky dip winners collecting 30 euro each were Barry Sheeran, Martina McHugh, Helen, and Wowie Weldon, Joe, Joe McGrath, Joe, and Lily, and May Weldon. Uh, I'm just laughing at Wowie Weldon. <laughs> Wowie. Uh, 4,400 next time at Smart Lotto. Uh, Navin O'Matney's had a winner, would you believe it, Mickey? Um, yeah. They've been going for absolute ages, but uh, their luck ran out on the 13th of September. Um, interesting to see Colin O'Brien out of the country as well this weekend. Uh, don't know if that's a weird coincidence. Probably not, though. Uh, the numbers were 21, 27, 29, and 31. And fair play to Amanda O'Connor. I know for a fact I wouldn't pick those sort of numbers. <laughs> but uh, she did, Mickey, and she scoops the €15,000 jackpot. They start again on Tuesday night with five grand, so a decent uh, reserve obviously built up there. And, uh, yeah, what, congratulations to Amanda O'Connor. Fifteen grand, not a bad uh, little pull on a Tuesday night, was it? Absolutely incredible stuff. And uh, poor Colin O'Brien was uh, distraught after it. I think that's why he's gone away and hauled us. With, with the 15 me. grand. <laughs> well, unless his name is alias is Amanda O'Connor, is it? <laughs> no, but maybe he, he yeah. Uh, the Chocolate Royal Gale is next up from last Monday 11, 12, 16, and 26. The numbers there was one match three winner who was Yolanda Kelly. She collects uh 200 euro. The next draw takes place on Monday at half eight live on Facebook. There's three thousand uh up for grabs with 200 euro added into it each week at Club Force. Black Hole Gales from the 12th. Uh, numbers were 6, 15, 20, and 24. The 30 euro winners were Michael Sheary, Rosemary Denneher, Brenda Mallon, and Sarah Lynham. The seller's prize went to Mary McCarthy. The next draw takes place at Tom Gary's football pitch with a jackpot of 10 grand up for grabs in that one. Very sweet as well in Black Hole Gales. Manalvi next up, their results from last time around, uh, 7, 10, 13 and 16. Thankfully for them, there was no winner this time around. Uh, three 20 euro winners were Anthony Bryan, Aideen Smith and Beth Ann Riley. They go again Monday night with 600 euro of a jackpot at manalvigfc.ie or you can play that one on the Club Force app. That's it. That's it from you, Robbie, or uh, Davey. Uh, plenty of uh, clubs and uh getting in contact this week uh, with you. I have the Simon St. Gales one. There was no jackpot winner last week. It was €1,250 on Friday the 16th. Uh, The match three winners were Owen Clark and Aoife Gordon. The numbers drawn were 5, 7, 19 and 21. And then Central Sound Lotto was not won last week. It takes place every Monday evening. It's uh, now reached €2,500. You can do that on smartlotto.ie or go to any of their social pages. Similarly, for Simon Stones, you can do it on the WhatsApp app or the Clubs app app, or you can uh, go to any of their social media pages and get the link there. Next Friday's uh, jackpot is €1,300. Euros. So um, 
any of these jackpots would be nice little lift um, uh, if you were to get the four numbers correct or the four letters correct as it is in Ballinlock. Have you barely the patience to listen to a 30 second ad? Well then, at Husqvarna, we can't imagine how you put up with having to manually mow your lawn. Instead, kick back and silently say goodbye to hours wasted manually mowing your lawn, replacing it with the near silent cutting of a Husqvarna auto mower. Smart home compatible, and if that isn't your cup of tea, control auto mower from your phone. Auto mower also brings new meaning to green fingers, producing no direct emissions. If we've caught your ear, contact PR Coin and Sons, your authorised auto mower dealer on 046 955 1910 or in store in Clonard County Mead. Hi, Kevin Coyne here from PR Coin and Sons. If you need any more information on the Automower, feel free to call into us here in Clonard County Mead. David, we'll move on now to Instagram Interactive. Have we had much talk from across the county? Yeah, Mickey, there is quite a bit, um, so we better get stuck into it straight away. Um, obviously, club football dominating predominantly, but uh, there is some uh, other uh, business as well to attend to. Uh, Richie George is the first in, and he said, will this finally be Dunsany's year? Well, look, that's a massive victory for them in the uh, quarterfinals, and uh, they're through to the semis now, so... You never know. You just never know. Will there will there be a sting in the tail of of them coming in towards the knockouts or coming to the latter part of this championship? We we know they've been the bridesmaid so many times and never the bride. Um, will they get married this year? <laughs> Possibly. Um, can just picture John Rafferty and James McNally there standing at the top of the altar. You're giving me an awful vision of that. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Tara Tui is next up and he said Dulik Bellewstown winning championship said it from the start they still have a bit to go now but they are in the semi-final uh, courtesy yeah. that penalty shootout win yeah absolutely and uh, you know they are a team that we rate highly they are in also a championship that contains uh, Dunshockland so you know um, it's it, it's anybody's up, it's up for grabs now at the minute yeah, Anne-Marie McKenna just said Hon Minolti. Hon Minolti is right. Um, giving themselves a huge chance of survival um, through to the final. One more win. We'll see them survive, Davy, in another North Mead derby. Yeah, very much so. Stevie McManus said Colin Carey goal with his first touch. Oh, talk to me about that, Davy. Yeah, he was just on the pitch, just introduced and uh, first touch got the ball one-on-one uh, -on -one with Evan Connor and blasted it to the roof of the net. Ended up getting a second goal as well before the game was out, just showing his class. Uh, he, he has been a top player for, for so many years, but still got it. Uh, Stevie also said William Carey being the oldest on the pitch today. Oh, was he? He was until uh, Peter Carey came on to, uh, <laughs> to, to, to bail him out. Um, but he was from the start, yeah, I think. Well, certainly from a Drumbara standpoint, I yeah, no, he probably age? was. He probably was. Uh, Jesus, Willie would be, would he be 35? He'd be very close to it. Jesus, that's, that. like, you'd imagine, no, don't get me wrong in any way, but you'd imagine, like, uh, a team 
from an area like Drumbar would have older players playing still for them at this stage. But uh, shows you that uh, Drumbar have plenty of youth on their side. Yeah, uh, Andy Smith said savage coverage of games this weekend. Well done. Yeah, absolutely brilliant, uh, Davy. You were all over the place. Unfortunately, I did have a few games penciled in for the weekend as well, but got called in to the radio and I ended up doing four matches and got caught down in Cavan for the weekend. Um, and uh, yeah, that took me away from some of the meat games, unfortunately. Yeah, Sam Victory just echoed that. He said, thanks for the coverage this weekend, lads. Yeah, Davey, you were brilliant, I have to say. And like, in fairness to the listeners um, from the podcast and from uh, from Mixalore and the whole lot, like, you know, great buy-in from you as well. Massive numbers, massive listenership over the weekend. Um, I think one of the games had well over a thousand listeners on it. So that is absolutely brilliant. And if you aren't able to listen, if you aren't coming listening to these uh, games that we do, um, you know, we can't get sponsors for it. So thanks for listening to all the games. Well done. And well done to Davey. Absolutely incredible stuff. Thank you, Mickey. Uh, the next one comes in from Gareth Lynch and he wants to know why aren't games being streamed this year? Yeah, it's an interesting one. Um, I don't know what the reason is for it. Um, I do know that in Cavan, they've got Cav Stream, and uh, the county board generates some revenue from that. Um, I, I have no idea. David, do you know why they didn't No, I, I think I think the view is to just try and get more people to games. Um, now that we can, really. I know I know it's, it's a good service for people abroad and stuff, but I think they want to get more people travelling to these games instead. Yeah. Uh, you know, there was a good crowd. In fairness, the, the attendances haven't been great this year, but I have to say all the games that I was at over the weekend, Navin and, and far, further afield, they were really well attended. Now, obviously, we're talking knockout stage football, so that's to be expected, but there were, like, yeah. Sunday in particular, there was a big crowd in Navin. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And, and when you get to this time of the year, um, you, you expect big crowds at these games. So, you know... I, I do think that they're maybe missing a trick for people who probably wouldn't travel to a game but would still like to watch it, you know, that kind of way. So, and there's an awful lot of older people. I know my mom included, she just turned 80 a few weeks ago, has always been traveling all over the county and all over the country following me and following Simonston. And, you know, she can't do that as much anymore. And she'd love yeah. to sit down and uh, watch it on her iPad, you know. <laughs> That's that's the modern day granny nowadays, Mickey iPads like Jesus. <laughs> my my granny wouldn't have known what an iPad was, you know. Yeah, oh no, 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 no. She she uh, she wants what everybody else has, you know. Yeah, fair play. Um a little bit of soccer to get out of the way actually with Jack Walsh. And funny, I was midway through the commentary for the Navinomatnies game and he was togged out, he was a substitute for Navinomatnies this evening. And he was, I was up on the balcony and screen, you know, and I seen him coming under me and I was live on air. I said, Jack, Jack, do you want to add that? And he says, no, 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 wait for later on and I'll, I'll send it in. So I think he was going into the dressing room to send that at that stage. But he just said, Shell's spanking bows today to reach the FA Cup semi-final. That's some win. I actually wasn't aware of it, to be honest. Shell's beating bows to get to the FA Cup. Yeah, and mm. uh, I suppose... Uh, the big one was Dundalk losing out um, during the week to Division beat. 1 opposition. Um, really? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, good question. I don't know the Division 1 teams that well. Let me just see if I can find Waterford, it. Waterford, uh, don't. 
Was it Waterford, Longford Treaty, Wexford, Bray Wanderers at Lone Cove, Galway? Can't remember, to be honest okay. with you, but they did you've, lose. You've gone out. through most of them. It has to be one of them. I, li- I went through all of them, actually. Um, <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I, it just wasn't ringing a bell, but I know they were beaten because um, I uh, heard the Dundalk manager being interviewed and, uh, you know, absolutely devastated. They're third in the league, but, you know, well off at their six points behind uh, Shamrock Rovers, who have two games in hand. Fairness, Derry City have closed the gap to a point on Shamrock Rovers. Shamrock Rovers do have two games in hand, but they do have huge fixture congestion with the Europa Conference League and everything coming up over the next uh, number of weeks. So, um, yeah, it'll be interesting to see the finish of the League of Ireland Premier Division. Yeah, uh, Shane Mangan said the hassle of buying tickets online for every game should be a season ticket like other counties. Yeah, like... I don't understand as well. Um, number one, why they're not streaming games, and number two, why they don't have a season ticket and make things an awful lot easier. Lucky to be working has a solution to that. And uh, he said, lad, seriously, I pay cash at the gate. Cash is key. No tickets needed. Think ahead instead of being a sheep. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's hard but, to argue with it. Like you're not allowed to pay cash at the ah, sure. there's a lot of things you're not allowed to do in the world, Mickey. But people still do them. Like yeah. who's <laughs> who's going? So where? Yeah, the, the interesting thing there is, is is where does that cash go? Is it recorded or whatever? Uh, I, I, I wouldn't. Uh, that that's above our pay grade. Now. <laughs> <laughs> it's the whole reason that. why they brought in. Uh, the paperless yeah. and ticketless and cashless uh, idea was to make sure that uh, yeah that, that that type of thing didn't happen anymore. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> speaking of lucky to be working, he also said Kilbride were free. You should drop over and do a commentary there, lad. Be fair. Yeah, Kilbride um, just coming a cropper against Sidon. and um, yeah, look, there's a bright future ahead of Kilbride if they can keep that team together. And introduce a few new guys over the next couple of years, but uh, if you know if they don't keep that team together, it could get interesting. For I actually, I actually think he was in reference to the ladies. Kilbride were oh. playing Blackhall Gales ladies, <laughs> and uh, they won. So okay. I was thinking, I was trying to make sense. I was like, Kilbride were definitely beaten. So fair to fair play to Lucky. He was over at the game covering it, and uh, that's what he's saying we should be going over there to do a commentary. We'll try our best before the year's out. Yeah, absolutely. Um. The next one is a bit of a mix from Matthew Brennan and also Sean Ronan. They both said Curraha for Keegan 2023. It's amazing what a championship win can do. Yeah, that, 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 that's for sure. Just going back, it was Kilbride, Kilbride 312, Blackhall Gales 113. Yeah, can Curraha, um, you know, keep that team together for a full year and maybe introduce a few new players into it? Uh, you know, like they, when they when they do have their full complement, they are a very very sticky proposition for anybody. Um, more often than not, Corahan do not have their full complement, Davy. Yeah, no, that's true. Um, Keen Kelly and Dara Tui said Darren Heaney nerves of steel. Darren Heaney, Mickey, uh, put the ball over the crossbar with the final act of normal time on Friday night between Dulik Bellewstown and Pats to bring the game to extra time and the first instance a terrific 45 from him uh, dropped over the black spot terrific score by the sounds of it yeah absolutely and uh, what a way to finish that game uh, in normal time uh, a free bringing it or a 45 bringing it to extra time 
and then to go on draw at the end of extra time and go to penalties and um, cruel way to win uh, or cruel way to lose but an unbelievable way to win as well some serious scenes uh, in Dunham or Ashburn for that game Rory Buchanan uh, said Ulton's forwards didn't look puffy today. Apparently, I described them as puffy last week today. <laughs> um, I, I, I don't remember you. you I, 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 I could have said say, something. I don't remember you, using the word puffy, but maybe. Did you say it on Friday night in the Blackwater Inn or something? Oh, so well, I did, yeah. But generally, things in there are confidential, as you know, Mickey. Uh, <laughs> the only thing I would say, and I, I love Boards Mill. And I don't mean to be disrespectful to them, but they were playing Boards Mill, they weren't playing Sidden, and uh, even Minaldi should be should be a lot more of a of a bigger test for them. But we'll see. They're they're in a relegation final, so congratulations to St. Ultons on that. Um, <laughs> the next one comes sorry, in. Sorry, <laughs> sorry, can I take all those needles off you there for a minute? <laughs> Joey uh, Joey Mooney is next in, and he said Sidden nearly shitting the bed against Kilbride. Yeah, like they that, were well he is open. a Sidden man as well, by the way. In fairness, yeah, yeah, that's yeah, yeah, no, they, yeah. They were they were well up in that game, and uh, Kilbride came right back into it. So, um, but Sidden just did enough in the end. Yeah, Dara Gavin says bit of a harsh red card for the tones. Should have been a yellow or a black, never a red. I'm I'm not sure about that. I thought it was a strike. Um, and if it's a strike, it's a red card. Obviously not a black and not a yellow either. Um, but anyway. Yeah, no, no, no you've answered that. Uh, looking to be working since Vicky three goals in two games like elite athlete lads. Yeah, I was going to actually bring that up, Davy. So so I was uh, Vicky getting two goals in. Uh, North Melbourne, isn't it? Uh, their victory uh, on the weekend, um, earlier in the weekend, I think it was maybe Thursday or Friday night, and uh, just showing all her class again. One of the goals that she got was a soccer style toe poke towards the goals, brilliant stuff. And um, they made hard work of it in the end as well, and just got over the uh, the line. Um, but uh, Vicky to the fore again, t- three goals in, in four games, excellent stuff from her. Liam Ladd said St. Pat's robbed almost seven minutes into uh, minutes added on. Sorry. So I assume that was at the end of normal time or added time, possibly when that score was put over from the league. Yeah. Um, look, the added time is a minimum of whatever is announced. And uh, it's at the discretion of the referee. If there was extra subs, if the ball was not play or was, it, was there stoppages and whatever, I don't know. It wasn't at the game. So can't, comment on it but um, uh, yeah we'll, we'll have to look into that maybe during the week yeah Sorka Jane Farrell is next in and she said can we listen to the live uh, back or is it gone once the game is over uh, could be a stupid question um, and I've explained to her that you can listen back to games on uh, on Mixelor because when we finish recording them they're saved so if you go into Mixelor they should be there under all the save recordings so you can go back in and listen to them if you're playing or if you couldn't make it or if you want to listen back or whatever. My advice to people, Mickey, is subscribe to, to our Mixlor channel as well. It's completely free. And basically, when we go live every time, people get notified on their phone. So you don't need to be kind of watching it. You'll literally get a notification to say, we are me, they're going live with a commentary, wherever. Um, completely free. Just give us a follow on Mixlor, and I think you'll, you should be notified. Am I right in saying? 
That's it. Yeah, you just go into Mixolor, set, set up an account like We Are Mead, and once that's done, you get a notification. And as Davey said, absolutely free. Um, there's no sign up or anything like that with the Mixlr, um, and it's a great tool to have for any of the people out there who support or um, enjoy Mead Club football because then you get you just get notified. There's a game on. So, uh, the, the lads are covering it. The lads from me or me are covering it. You'll be able to listen to it at X time. So um, you don't even have to be looking out for them then. You just get the notification to your phone. Yeah. Uh, Kieran Lynch making a very valid point, Mickey. And I, I do agree with his stance, even though he doesn't really go into it. He said games being decided on penalties. I know he's a St. Pat's player, so he's probably a little bit aggrieved. I, I personally don't like it at this stage of a championship. I don't like quarterfinals, semifinals being decided on penalties. I, I think... If a game is level after extra time, then there should be a replay. I know, I understand why there's penalties because of the fixture congestion and everything like that, but it, uh, it doesn't sit right with me at all, to be honest. But you know. yeah, look, I I actually like it. Um, I can see the reasons why you don't like it. That's that's completely valid as well. Um, you know. I, I saw two games in Cavan over the weekend that went to replays. Or sorry, went uh, there were draws at full time. There was no extra time. Um, are straight into replays next weekend. And if whoever wins their quarterfinals next weekend are playing the following weekend in the semi final. But if they draw again next weekend, it draws. I think it's if it's a draw after extra time, then it goes to a replay again during the week. So, right. you know, I, I think. If, to, to give fairness to all teams that they all get the same amount of time before, you know, a semi-final and a quarter-final, etc. And, and a semi-final and a final. That I like the idea of a winner on the day. The only it's, thing it's, I would say, and I could be completely off the mark with this, but if you had have asked the Dulique Bellewstown and St. Pat's players and management Friday night after extra time, would you rather penalties or replay? I'd be shocked if, if the vast majority didn't say a replay. But it could be wrong. Yeah, yeah, no, I get you, I get you. Um, you know, uh, I know. Obviously, it's great for us as spectators, and when you're not involved and everything like that. But don't know. Yeah, um, I suppose if you if you asked Jalik and St. Pat's the same, well, not the same question, but you know, should there should the the extra time or added time at the end of a game be limited to exactly what the the referee says? You're going to get a different answer from both camps yeah. there on that one as yeah. well. Like, so. No, it's a, it's, a, it's a good argument to to probably trash out in a little bit more detail on another day. Colin McAreevy, uh with some solid uh, Instagram interactive as always. He said, tone showing fitness and work rate wins games even with 14 men. Yeah, incredible stuff from them. And uh, brilliant to see Colin McAreevy pointing out the absolute obvious once again. Um. Ian Birmingham, Mullen, yeah, Mullen, yeah, very black and white. <laughs> yeah. Ian Birmingham said Johnny Foster, uh, goal of the year. Didn't see it. Did you see this one? Didn't no, I heard about it. He'd be one of the puffy uh, Ulton's forwards, by the way. Uh, uh, no, it wasn't. It was. It, I think he's taken the piss with that. It was a real scrappy goal. In fairness, Johnny Foster's a big man. And uh, I think it was just a long ball in, and I think he just got a touch on it or something. But um, important goal nonetheless. In fairness, uh, I think that is it. Kieran, Kieran Lyons with one here. I'm not quite sure. 
He says, money talks. Trim equals the Man City of me, J.A. Ooh, what's this? Um, who have they signed now? Is, the, is Haaland <laughs> joining them? Is that it? Yeah. Uh, you know, um, have they bought a few players maybe in from different county or something like that? What's, what's going on here? No idea, lad. Trim are out of the Senior Football Championship. They're still in the Senior Hurling Championship. Uh, they're in the semi-final next weekend against Kildalki, the reigning champions. So um, unless he's on about something to do with the Hurling, I don't know. But um, is that it from Instagram Interactive for this week? That's it, Mickey, for this week, yeah. Well, look, Davey, it's uh, going to be a hectic week of podcasts, so we're going to get off this one and get ready for our next few days where we'll be recording a whole heap of podcasts, reading through every single report from the weekend because of course we will be announcing the Kiko Sports team of the week later in the week the Blackwater in player of the week and the Blackwater in top scorer of the week and again if you can please do support all of our um, sponsors just on that Davey we got our uh, two Kiko Sports jackets this week um, absolutely incredible gear um, beautiful beautiful um, uh, uh, kind of a Puff jacket um, it would suit a player from St. Dalton's, uh, uh, if that's the case. Um, but, uh, you know, they're they're really, really nice. And the gear itself is is, is top notch. And I've been wearing it around um, up in Cavan and whatever. And loads of compliments on on, on how good it looks. And uh, we want to thank, thank Conor Madden and the lads down there for designing such a cool, cool jacket. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, hopefully more gear to follow and Mickey and if it's anything like the jackets I think we're in for a bit of a treat yeah we really are well look that's it from this episode of your We Are Me podcast remember We Are Me quiet